0: Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate
1: your life. Brought to you by ElevateBooks.com.
0: Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcasts. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international bestselling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. Now today we're actually speaking with Shavi Chabra. And if we have a look at her background, from a corporate professional to a health professional to a human performance coach, Shavie has her personal and professional journey of growth over the last 10 years really has been in alignment with her own challenges. Shavie has had an opportunity to travel the world and learn from different mentors, which provided her with a perfect platform to study both personal and professional growth from various angles. Working in various roles and environments has enabled her to relate with people on a deeper level and devise coaching strategies that help people achieve their goals faster. Having spent the last 10 years researching human performance, she is able to help people to rapidly identify the root cause of their issues, which may be leading to their feeling of being stuck or stressed out or having anxiety in their lives, and then transform this so they are able to realize their full potential while utilizing that knowledge to create whatever they desire in life. As a human performance specialist, Shivi takes a great pride in progress and success of her clients and looks forward to potentially working with our listeners sometime in the near future. So please welcome Shavi. how are you?
1: Hi, Pen. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? Oh, just nothing. I'm just enjoying a hot day in Sydney. A beautiful <laughs> it's hot day. pretty night. hot today. Yeah. Thinking hot. Hey, so for the
0: listeners that are out there, uh, you know, maybe I've got a copy of the, your book, maybe they've, they've just heard of you for the first time. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you're so passionate about human performance? What is it about that?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, like you mentioned in my bio, uh, there, Ben, um, I have had a pleasure of, you know, or an opportunity to travel the world, um, and it was not, uh, that human, being a human performance coach was always something that I wanted to do. So my journey pretty much started like anybody else. So I did my schooling and then I uh, went to a college and then I chose a career that everybody else is doing. Uh, or something that actually can give me good money. And fortunately, it actually gave me a lot of opportunities to travel around. <clears throat> um, but like you said, uh, there were a lot of personal challenges that were going alongside uh, during this journey. And in the last 10 years, um I've been into professional jobs and now an entrepreneur. And in between, I was um, also um a health coach for some time and the reason of my um journey like this is because um yeah so when i started my job i was already going through a couple of health issues uh, myself and um it was it was to do with my hormonal imbalances and that's something that i have spoken about in the book and um, as I started, you know, looking at my life and the way it's going, and I think most of us at some point start thinking what they're doing in their life, is is that the career or the path that they have chosen is something they want to continue with? And that simple question actually raised a lot of other questions and made me um, really think about where I was going. So I decided to be an entrepreneur with a um, uh, so that I can actually help women with their hormonal issues. So that was mm-hmm. my first step into being an entrepreneurial journey. Uh, but also, you know, how, you know, so many challenges come along when you're trying to be an entrepreneur. So it questioned a lot of things about my, you know, the way I look myself. uh look at myself in terms of, um, you know, um, self-discipline, my time management skills, and it it started – every single time I started to – I wanted to do something, um, it made me question my abilities, and a lot of fears and things cropped up. And that started actually – that made me look into uh deeper things, and which was looking at the human potential itself. So why is that these fears were coming in, and why is that anybody who wants to do something doesn't do it? And what are the things? Either these are things from their past experiences – or um, it's something that they have learned, something they have been told, uh, is something that, you know, really stops us from getting what we want. And, yeah, and that that was the reason it made me so curious, is why is that we cannot attain our true potential and why, um, yeah, and why cannot we not get what we want in our lives? And that's where my passion really began from.
0: Yeah, I love it. So it's more of a personal journey that... Uh Ledger to this place of being a human performance specialist. Uh, so, for the listeners who are, are out there wanting to know more about it, is there is there like a specific uh, system or a process? So, say I'm out there and I'm wanting to get more out of my life, I want to realize my potential. What are some of the things that I can do that uh, that are going to assist me with that process?
1: Yeah, so I do follow a system, and uh, based on what area of your life you are concentrating on. So whether it's health, whether it's um, uh, your career, whether it's you wanting a business for yourself, whether it's relationships. So, um, yeah, so for each of them, the system varies a little bit. Uh, but what we do is, uh, what I do is, we go through a step-by-step system uh, that people can then actually simply plug into and follow along. And um, it's it varies from like, 12 weeks to six months, and it's basically trying to get you the best um, of whatever area you want to get your results in.
0: So give me an example. So I'm a a listener out there, and I want to uh, create some change. What's a tip you could give me straight away that I could start using?
1: So one of the tips that I can actually uh, give you is uh, really looking at your fears and thoughts um, so not many people think about fears per se. They do, if I talk about what you think is what you bring about, is, uh, basically looking at your thoughts first. And thoughts are something that are, for most of us, it's subconscious, right? So we don't give it, give it so much of a thought <laughs> per se. Yeah. So like, yeah, so it, it, it's just happening in our life on a daily basis. Well, so, uh, one of the tips you want to start doing is just look at the area in your life that you're not getting results in. Um, so let's say health, uh, because the book talks about health. So first of all, you want to know where do you rate yourself in that area of life. So say from one to ten, I rate myself three. Then ask yourself why, okay? And when you say why is there, then it starts uncovering a lot of thoughts. Oh. And these thoughts could be maybe, you know, I've tried so many things, but nothing works. So uh I can see straight away there's a thought in there that nothing works. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you can also think about, you know what, um, maybe it's genetics and that's the way how it is. So I can see there is a thought there that says, uh, I don't have an ability to control my life. So these are the things that we simply ignore. And we don't even know that some things in the subconscious mind. But um, the more we keep telling ourselves um, stories like these, uh, the more affirm your belief becomes in that area of life. And no matter what you do, actually you get the same results. And it's not necessarily because the things that you're doing, it's also because the way you're thinking about it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. So people yeah. can sort of investigate their thoughts by scoring themselves out of 10 and then really being inquisitive about why it is like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and it's why is a question that a lot of us never ask ourselves. Uh, It's more or less, so if I ask any, so even one of my friends, if I just ask them, uh, what's your, you know, goal, In terms of your health, they'll say, you know what, I want to get healthy. It's like, what does that mean? It's like, "Uh, maybe if I can lose five kilos. If I ask why, (laughs) they don't have an answer for that. And, yeah, if somebody says, I want six pack abs, it's like, why? It's like, I don't know. It looks good. It's like, is that the most important thing for you? Um, I don't know. I just want it. So, uh, why is a question that's one of those questions which is ignored a lot. It's just a lot of things we want in our lives because everybody else has it, or, you know, or at times it's something so exclusive and it looks something that you cannot achieve. It just makes you want it more. But it's, it's a definite, um, starting point to ask yourself what is that you're looking for and why you're looking for, and, um, whether it is something that, you that you want it, or is it something you've been influenced uh to want it, or did you see somebody that's you that's why you want it so if you don't have your why in there you you can't really get on get to the deeper um thoughts at the level of thoughts it's why do you want it and then you start asking you know um what are your fears and your things around it so it's it's also to really get your heart and your mind connection. And it's if it's not there, it's as I said in the book, it's it's none of your results, whether it's lifestyle change or whatever that is, even if you achieve your goals in the short term, it's going to go back to where you started from because your heart and your mind are not aligned and your your willpower for that matter is something of a limited resource. So it can it's not something that lasts you for a lifetime. And unfortunately, we just blame everything to our willpower. We cannot do this, we cannot start our business because We are not strong enough or we cannot sustain that long, or We cannot, you know, have that body because I don't have willpower. I need a constant motivation and things like that.
0: Got it. So really getting this connection between the heart and mind is an essential element and for knowing why as well. Are there any other sort of tips, you know, for someone out there that really wants to elevate, I don't know, their health and they're listening in and they... They're sitting at home, they're like, oh, all right, I want, to, I want to go out there and elevate my health. I'm, I've done that process you just asked. Well, what else could they do? What other sorts of tips could you give them?
1: Yeah, so um, thoughts is obviously one of the major things, as I said. Uh, there's another thing is to really get out of your head. <laughs> um, as funny as it sounds, uh, what it really yeah. means is <laughs> just... Uh, we know that we have a brain and we have a heart right so but most of the times that's how we've been conditioned to think and that's to be more analytical and more logical and if it doesn't satisfy that logical analytical part of our brain we most of us kind of discard it because that's the way we have been conditioned to think but that's not necessarily the only way you can view this world Right. And that's where a lot of this mind body connection, your meditation, mindfulness, all of these things come into picture. So if I have to give you a tip, I would definitely say uh, mindfulness is one of the fastest ways where you can start listening from your heart as well Mm -hmm. and not just from your head. And what I mean by listening from your heart is looking at things which are outside what you understand. So also looking at things differently. So, um, yeah, so it could be in the form of questioning, you know, questioning what you're wanting is one of those ways. It, it, if, if you're actually getting a very logical answer of why would you want, just really ask your heart, is, is that what your heart wants? So one of the experiments that I do with um, my clients when they come for the online workshop, not online, live workshops, is uh, I ask them, okay, what do you want? So say somebody said, I want to lose five kilos. So I just say, imagine right now on this planet, all the humans disappear <laughs> and you just have minions here. Now, everybody loves minions, right? So now there is no judgment. Um, there's no another person's perspective. There's no... You know, there's nobody to influence you right now. Does, does your goal change at this point in time? Do you, do you still want to lose five kgs? So uh, that's quite a, you know, mind-opening activity because you start looking at things differently because you've taken all the external factors that would impact your decision. And so I
0: like it. So you're saying that uh, when they're setting this goal, if they imagine that no one else is on the planet, there's no yeah. judgment of you in any way, shape, or form. Is this goal still something important? And yeah. So you're saying this is a way of becoming having elements of mindfulness as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you're listening to a voice which is not impacted from external factors. So it doesn't mean that you have to actually be on a planet where nobody else is there. You can do that by being mindful. So, what by being mindful is just being thoughtful. And being aware, being watchful of your actions without having the judgment in there. So, um, say if I'm, so if I'm walking, um, I think most of the people would have experienced something like this. If you're walking, or, if you're, or you're exercising, a part of your mind starts talking to you, which hasn't before. You you kind of have a lot of aha moments, which is like ah. I didn't understand that before, but yeah, that makes sense now. Or maybe you, your creative part gets opened a lot. It's just because your physical, your conscious mind and your body is engaged somewhere. And that kind of gives you an opportunity to look at other things and let your other part of your body talk and other part of your mind talk. And that's, that's the sort of thing that I'm talking about is, um, in terms of mindfulness, if that makes any sense right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm totally getting it. I, I see what's going on here. Now, I know you run a lot of um, live workshops. You've got meetups. You've got all these different uh, services that you provide. And I also know that you've got a, a website up where there's plenty of information and resources that people can get. So for the people who are listening in, if you want to check out her website, uh, just write this down, S H I V I C Double H A B R A, Shavid Chabra, and you can actually have a look there. So S H I V I C Double H A B R A dot com, and there is plenty of information out there. And I also know that people can connect with you through social media. Uh, For the people who are wanting to take another the next step with you, or wanting to find out more, what do
1: you recommend their next
0: step is with you?
1: Um. I would be happy to have a chat and, uh, like I'm learning myself a lot of things. Um, yeah, I've, I've been, I've worked with a lot of, um, health clients. So the clients have been looking to achieve, um, changes in their health and business as well. So yeah, just send me an email or just go to that website and you can, you have my email there as well. And that's info at com as well. So just send me an email and I'm happy to have a quick chat. And uh, just see how, what is that you wanting to change in your life? And we can see how I can help you. Now, for, just
0: on that mindfulness stuff, have you got any other mindfulness techniques or tips that, our, that we could leave our listeners with? Like if there's one, one strategy or tool that you would recommend, apart from that, imagining the world with no one else on it, is there any other mindfulness activities you'd get our listeners to do?
1: Um, meditation, if that works for somebody. Um, now, a lot of us get caught up with the how to do meditation, um, you know, and it's like you have to like cross your legs and then sit up straight and then not move and only look at this, uh, you know, center of your head what <laughs> whatnot. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught up in that. And uh, meditation is another form of mindfulness. And what you're really doing is instead of not doing anything physically, you're just sitting calmly in your chair. So you can sit calmly in your chair. You can sit on your bed, wherever you like. And I actually use a free app. It's called uh, Timer. Just give me one second. I'll quickly, I will look for you. Yeah, it's called Insight Timer. And it's a free app. And you just plug it in your head. And it just gives you options to, um, you know, play the background music. So I normally play OM in there. And I just put a timer for 20 minutes, and all I'm doing is whatever position I'm in, I'm just um, I'm putting an intention out there. So the intention is something what I'm looking for uh, from this meditation. So say I'm looking to um, know what are my next steps for my health goals. So I just ask myself, so, all right, so what is the next step for me right now to continue to be better in my health or continue to lose weight? Not, I wouldn't say lose weight, just get fitter. So, and then you put it out there and then just get into the state of meditation. Put these uh, headphones on, let it run for 20 minutes and you don't have to concentrate on anything at all. All you want to concentrate on is how your thoughts are there. So just see what sort of thoughts do you see, what sort of images you see. You don't have to judge them. Just let them flow. Just be like a third person spectator and just see how, how your mind's playing that. And as funny as it sounds, it may feel like there's nothing that you're getting from there. But most of the times, like literally 99% of the times when I'm off my meditation, there's something that I've learned. Just because one thought triggered to something, another, and I can see how my mind is actually playing that. And what is about my intention or my question that I put put it out there is now my mind's telling me or giving me ways to get connected to myself. And these are the messages you don't listen because there's so many distractions out in the outside world when you're not uh being mindful. So they're completely ignored. hmm. I love it. Sounds like a pretty uh
0: effective and simple way to start to get mindful. So just for the listeners out there, it sounds like, you know, you can score your fears, you can start to ask yourself questions, look at the why, start to get connections between your heart and your head, you can also be mindful and Imagine a world without anybody, and see if your goals are still relevant. And you've also mentioned a bit of an app there as well. So, are there any yeah. final words you'd like to leave our listeners with? Any any final things you'd like to say or final remarks?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, one thing I do want to say though is, um, yeah, listen to your body. There's there's a lot of, and it's not just to do with your health. Um, your body talks to you in a lot of ways and for most of us uh what we do is we don't listen to it or actually shut it up by you know saying you know i don't have time for that so listen to your body and see what sort of signals it sends you through and uh it talks to you and just pick those signals up and work towards your future you'll definitely definitely it's like a it's a foolproof guiding system that you have in yourself and you don't need it from outside, and that's one of the biggest um, learnings for me. That was for my health. Um, yes, yeah, so the, one of the things I was running, a, you know, away from uh, for 15 years was actually the solution for my problem. And I only realized it when I was just calm, sitting in my seat. It's like, all right, I never give gave this a thought. I never listened to myself. So let me let me just you know start looking at that. And so, yeah, listen to yourselves, yeah, listen to the signs your body gives you, and, um, just have trust in your internal guidance system.
0: So, just on that, so listening to your body, what, how do they, how do people do that? What, what's a, what's a technique for listening to my body? How do I know when I'm doing that? Uh,
1: so the simplest way I can tell you right now is, um, looking at pain. So, um, if you have pain in your body somewhere, what is what is the first thing that we do? We do just go get some medicines. I was like, and okay. Numb and we numb it out. We numb it out. We just say don't disturb us because we have a life to deal with, right? And, yes. But the pain is trying to tell you something. So uh, one of the most common examples, I think most of us would have heard about it, is your lower back pain. For most of us, it's like the lower back pain is, uh, you know, because of your posture, because of the way, uh, you know, um, because you sit too much and et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I'm sure. And even your mattresses and whatever, I'm sure they contribute a lot in there. But, uh, a lower back pain is also a signal that, um, you know, you're stressed in your life or, uh, you are having conflicting thoughts somewhere where you're spending a lot of your time in. And, uh, for me, it was so funny that, um, I had lower back pains. And I remember, Ben, I was talking to you in one of our sessions there, um, our live workshops. And, uh, I was telling you when it's not going away and you asked me to look at one of the books. And it was funny enough for six months, I had this lower back pain and the pain that just, you know, traveled through my back all over from the top to bottom. And the day I left my job, I wouldn't say the next day, the day after there was no pain.
0: And it's been eight
1: months. I've I've had no pain in my body whatsoever, and it just it's just crazy. It's like where did you go? And yeah, I just left it in the office, man. It is the mattress is same, the chair is same, the posture is same. So yeah. Anytime
0: you have back pain, leave your job.
1: <laughs> yeah. and then you can contact me. I can help you. Out your or <laughs>
0: Leave your job and call Shaviv. <laughs> That's, That's the key to all of it. I love it. All right, so I think, uh, are you. Are there any other final things you'd love to share with them before we wrap it up? Any last words that you can say to our listeners listening in?
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just have awesome day. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, God, I just want to thank
0: you so much for. for for coming on the show, for sharing your wisdom and teaching you stuff about mindfulness and about questions to ask ourselves and about the relevance of goals. So uh, thank you so much for dialing in and, and thank you for being part of, uh, part of the show and sharing your information and, of course, for creating this incredible book as well. So I just want to thank you for that.
1: Thank you, Ben. Thanks for all your efforts and thanks for having me here. It was my pleasure.
0: So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now.
1: Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.